Hey, hey, it's Rachel. It's Alexis. And welcome back to Flourishing in Faith. Yay! We're actually starting the pursuit. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. I'm so excited. I know. I didn't realize until like just now that technically we're starting this in April. And we're not starting it in May. Oh my gosh, yeah, because our That's thing, the intro went out yeah. last week. And then this is the last week of May. I mean, of April. April. And then next week will be the first week of May. <gasps> so, late April, early May. Yeah. Perfect. Honestly, it probably will go into, like, the end of May, though. Yeah, I, would, probably will. I was thinking that. Anyways. Anyways. How has your week been, Rachel? It's been pretty good. Nothing's really happened. I played volleyball yesterday. Um... I'm looking for jobs, um, and that's really it. Just waiting. It's a waiting game. Waiting game. Yep. Yeah. Same for me. Kind of like boring, but at the same time productive. Kind mm-hmm. of emotionally draining, but it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's a good thing. And it's church a good thing. today. Yes, church today. Actually, I can't go to church today because I have to work. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How dare you? I know, it's so sad. Get your bag anyway. Yeah, but at the same time, take notes for me. So we, I have I will, it. and I'll send you pictures. Yeah, many pictures. Anyways, so today we're talking about um, pursuing relationships, but not just relationships. We split it up into two parts. So mm-hmm. we have pursuing friendships, godly friendships, and between godly, like, dating relationships. relationships. So we have both. So this is about friendships, godly friendships. So... I wanted to incorporate a Bible story in here. And our pastor, PG, talked about, while while I was in um, Fayetteville, he talked about um, the story of Amnon and Tamar. So, let me give you some backstory. Amnon and Tamar are brother and sister. Their dad is David, okay? The David and Goliath guy, that's David, okay? Their dad is David. And so, because of the corruption that their dad went through with, you know, all of, like, you know, Bathsheba and all that kind of stuff, all the sexual perversion that he's been through, um, that kind of transferred to his son Amnon. And Amnon was tormented, and it says in verse 2, it says, um, this is coming out of 2 Samuel 13, verse 2, and it says, Amnon was so tormented that he made himself ill because of his sister Tamar, for she was still a virgin, and it seemed impossible to Amnon to do anything to her. So, Amnon had some unreal mm-hmm. thinking about his sister, okay? Yeah. And Awkward, yes, but relevant. Okay, <laughs> but the, not really talking about that per se. I'm more talking about verse three, and it says, "But Amnon had a friend. Oh, he had a friend who was he named Jonadab. Okay, Jonadab, basically his cousin. Um, so Jonadab basically made up a like a scenario, be like, oh David, and not David. Oh Amnon, you should like you know pretend you're sick and then like you know entice your sister." And, um, so, and, like, okay, John Dab, you're crazy, first of all. <laughs> and, second of all, all this was in, you know, Amnon's mind. You know what I mean? It wasn't, had came, not, hadn't come to fruition. But because Amnon had a friend, because he had that bad friend, that made him put into action. He actually did end up um, abusing his sister, and that's so sad. But at the same time, so many of Christians or so many people that know what's right and know what's, you know, going through, they get turned sidetracked because they have a friend. 
mm-hmm. and because they have um, not good godly friends. So we are going to talk about the opposite of that, um, of the good godly friendships that we yes. need to be searching for. Yes. So I usually, whatever topic we have, I search it in the Bible app. And so I did that this time. And it took me to Ecclesiastes chapter 4. And I believe my chunk of verses is... um, So it's chapter 4, verse 9 through 12. And it says, Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Mm-hmm. So yes, that is generally used for like relationships, but mm-hmm. I see equally in a friendship as well. Yeah. So I'm going to explain it to you. Explain it, Rachel. Right now. <laughs> so I also use my commentary like we do every week. Yep. Um, so, and when it says um, for two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. The commentary said, in good partnership, two can accomplish more than each one individually. The sum will be greater than the parts. So, essentially what that's saying is if you complete something by yourself, the reward won't be as big as if you had someone else to help you do it. Yeah, and it'd be even bigger because two are greater than one. Two are greater than one. Boom! Boom! So, um, we're going to skip to when it says... um, (laughs) <laughs> oh, but woe to him who is alone when he falls. Everybody needs help. You need help, right? Yeah, Sometimes. I need help. We need help. We both. We everybody need needs help. help. <laughs> everybody needs help. Everybody needs help. Okay. So when, if you need help, I'm gonna give you something to help you, right? Yeah. And just like if I need help, you're gonna give me something to help me. Yeah. And both are blessings. Blessings. <laughs> Both are blessings. <laughs> Both are <laughs> Both. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. We just had a laughing fit about her blessings. Our blessings. Our blessings. So me giving and me yeah. receiving and you giving and you receiving mm-hmm. they're both blessings 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 yeah <laughs> so um <clears throat> and then we're gonna go to <clears throat> again if two lie down together they will keep warm but how can one be warm alone the one would be overpowered by another two can withstand him and the threefold cord is not easy to program so threefold cord is three what we're talking cord. about specifically. Yes. So you're like yes. three, but if what if I just have like one friend, well, <laughs> there's you know, well, you know, what is our firm foundation? Okay, Jesus. So one, two, three. Period. <gasps> Period. <laughs> That's so good. Okay, so I have a quick little analogy. I love analogies. Me too. Um, so when I think of a threefold cord. I immediately thought of a braid. Yeah. like the hairstyle. So it's essentially just three strands of hair, and they're just crossing over each other. There's one on the left, one in the middle, and one on the right side. So the left, let's say it represents you. 
the middle represents God, and the, on the other side is your um, friend. Your friend. Mm-hmm. Any friend. Any in friend. this instance, any friend. So in that, you are crossing over, like you're crossing over your friend, you, but to cross over your friend, you have to cross over God first. Mm-hmm. So like if, and also God is in the middle. Yeah. So it's like if you have God in the middle. Oh my gosh! Because oh my I gosh. thought of this. <laughs> so like you know when you just have two pieces of hair, right? Yeah. And if you over. twist it, it's gonna easily fall apart. Yeah. But if you have that third strand, aka Jesus God, it will not easily be torn apart. Boom! <laughs> oh my God. God! That is so cool. No, but okay. it is because like I let God loves analogies, and it's so and Jesus loves analogies. It's so prominent in the Gospels, but. Continue. Okay. So, and then I thought of a French braid, okay? Because this is what we're talking about, a French braid. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're talking about a French braid. So, in a French braid, it's the same as a regular braid, Mm -hmm. but from each side of the head, you're pulling in more hair. (gasps) In a way. So that makes me think, the more godly friends you have, the harder it will be for something to tear you apart. <gasps> no way. That because is so cool. when you're taking out that braid, a French braid is, like, not the easiest to take apart, right? Because you have to do strand by strand. Same with... It just... Okay. Essentially, out of that. Let me just... Let me just get to the point. So no, I but I love your points. No. Me too. A God-centered friendship is not easily torn apart. It's the same meaning as a friendship not being God-ordained or God-given. Mm-hmm. Um, so the more friends you have, the more God-ordained, Christ-loving friends that you have, the less likely it will be that you'll fall and not have someone there to help you up. Oh my gosh. That is so good. And it's the same thing with Amnon and his friend. He didn't have the godly friends that we need, and he had the friends, and he wouldn't have that foundation Mm -hmm. of that godly friendship, so he was easily torn down and mm-hmm. easily tempted mm-hmm. and so we all have temptations but the cool thing about it is if you're having a friendships and everything like that we can combat that with saying with your godly friends being like hey i'm going through this pray for me keep me accountable that if you if you can be open with your friends like that mm-hmm. that is the biggest and like the best thing you can do to mm-hmm. your relationship with jesus and to grow mm-hmm. with your god because being open and honest and vulnerable with your friends and having friends that you can be open and honest and vulnerable with that are God-driven, that is a blessing in itself. Yeah. <clears throat> and another thing I want to say, like, because next week we're going to do relationships. Yeah. Um, but just like an equally yoked relationship is super important, so are friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if, because, like, if you're not on the same page, you're not in the same book, the Bible, you're not, like, going through the same things... How are they going to help you? Yeah. It's just going to be like, it's like, oh, I have an example. Oh. Period. I have an example. So middle school, bad friendships, bad oh. friendships, bad yeah. friendships. Because Same. all we would talk about is if you're bored in middle school, you know the first thing they're going to say? I'm tired. That's the first <laughs> thing you, are so you say right. whenever you're bored you're in so middle right. school and ma- it, honestly even high school too. Like, Literally, it gets like, silent. Yeah. I'm so tired. <laughs> like, no, but am I right, though? Mm, you're not tired. You're bored. Yeah, literally. No, because, like, I don't have anything to talk about with them. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any common similarities. I didn't have any, you know, they didn't share the same faith as me. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to conversate with them. It was hard to, like, I had to, like, push the friendship. I had to push it. But with friendships, you don't have to because you're equally yoked. And you have, 
endless things you could talk about with the Bible and with, you know, relationship with Christ and just with things because you relate to each other. You get each other because you're not going to say, oh, I'm tired. You're going to say, oh, my gosh, look at what I read today in the Bible. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and yeah. that's actually quality friendships more than, like, anything else. So that that reminded me of that. But anyways... So I'm gonna I'm gonna end my little spiel off with. Some of you are probably wondering, well, how can I get these friends that you're talking about? Yeah, how can how you? can I attain this grain, of these friends? The grain of friends. Yeah. So. The first. Thing, <laughs> the first thing I'm gonna encourage you to do is to find a church. Yes. That mm-hmm. not only has the right biblical, biblical beliefs, mm-hmm. but also one that's full of community. AKA our church. Yeah, our church is definitely full of so much community. And all age groups. Different ages. And it's so cool that we can all connect no matter how old we are. Yes. And so look for that. Yeah. But look for a church that goes by God's word. Yeah. And just like is biblically accurate. Yeah. Because I feel like when it's like that, then it'll be thriving. Yeah. And also, it's not, it might not happen super fast because. I prayed for the friends that I have today for years and the community that I have today for years. So it might take it might take you years, but it could also take you months or days. God works in different ways. Yeah, because but also be in prayer about it. Right, yeah. Because right. at the same time, like God will see your diligence and he will reward you mm-hmm. greatly with friends. Like for me, I had to be diligent honestly for after my after middle school, um, and so honestly so I had I was a freshman when COVID happened, and I didn't have many Christian friends I didn't at either. all my freshman year, and because I was coming from a new middle school with like a lot of new school with a lot of different people I didn't know, and so honestly Jesus was my only friend for a hot minute, but at the same time if you're diligent in just being Jesus with Jesus for a hot minute, mm-hmm. that will he will reward you with the godly friends that you need. Yep, that's, that's what happened to me. Thing. And me. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. We love you so much. We, we hope it blessed you. Yeah, we hope that you can take this and, you know, use it in your friendships and everything mm-hmm. like that. But stay tuned for next week because we're going to talk about, like, dating relationships and then Woo! pursuing that because that's a whole other topic. That's super important. Yes, yeah, especially super, in our age super important. All right. Yep. We love you guys. We love you so much. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.